Oh, what up though? What am I doing? Nothing. Just hanging around. NFL season got kicked off last night on Thursday night football and the defending world champ Kansas City Chiefs took an L to the apparent upstart Detroit Lions. Am I shocked? Can't say that I am. Think the Lions are going to be a very scrappy team this season and they may beat a few squads that most think they don't have a chance uh, against. If you paid attention to them last year, you're probably not that surprised either. But ultimately, here we are. It's a new season, and I'm back with a week one, five-piece for that head top. So let's get straight into it, shall we? Down to brass tacks? Okay, let's do it. So as I was saying, we got real football coming up, man. Looking forward to Sunday. Uh, you know, I'm a freaking football junkie, a nerd of sorts, uh, pigskin connoisseur, and... I'm going all the way from today through Sunday. I mean, I watch high school football. You got college action on Saturday leading into Sunday when the big boys kick off. Mike Tirico. Brother. Step up to the podium, man. The Chargers delegation would like a word. I know you didn't on national television last night say that there's an asterisk next to the Detroit Lions win over the Chiefs. You you said that. Interesting, because you attributed it to Pat Mahomes not having Travis Kelsey, the defense not having Chris Jones, and I found that quite interesting because, you know, just last season, a certain team in Los Angeles, uh, suffered a rash of injuries both offensively and defensively and their star quarterback not only had to contend with wide receivers missing and him throwing to you know uber drivers and you know no offense you know fast food workers guys on the street picking up trash um he also had a bum non-throwing shoulder and some busted ribs but I didn't see too many people shooting him bail because at the end of the year it was all about how they lost and how his numbers weren't great and all that other stuff they couldn't wait to pile on but you sir Mr. Professional with millions of people watching decided that that's how you wanted to end the broadcast well guess what we ain't having it I'm calling it out other people are too you sir should be ashamed and uh, that's enough on that time to get into the five because i'm not spending very much more time on you you got i mean you need to go sit in the corner my man ultimately you need to sit down for a little bit you know go slap on the wrist there hopefully you'll be better for it you got years of experience there's no excuse for that but moving right along now that we're done with the clown talk on to number one who's the master I don't think enough is being made of this matchup on Sunday between uh, Brandon Staley and Vic Fangio. Question is, is it going to uh, fall into the vein of the famous, more popular teacher versus student uh, battles? Got your Anakin Skywalker versus your Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Mr. Miyagi versus Daniel, then there's Neo and Morpheus, Rocky versus Tommy Gunn. 
how about uh Bruce Leroy versus Shonuff? Does that qualify? Some of y'all may not even know what the hell that is, but don't worry about it. The Last Dragon, by the way. Uh, do yourself a favor. Cult classic. Check it out. Most of Vic's disciples haven't fared extremely well in the NFL. And that's saying a lot. His system's become extremely popular. And Brandon Staley seemed to have it down to a science. Well, at least when he was with the Rams. But I think what we're learning is in order for it to operate properly, it requires certain players in specific positions. And um, you could argue that the Chargers may not necessarily have all of the key components. Uh, we'll see how guys, particularly in the defensive front, step up to the plate and uh, hopefully change that because they were on the come up at the end of last season, performing much better than they were to start the year. And will that cross over into a new year? Maybe, maybe not. But what you do have here are healthy bodies, which I think make all the difference in the world. So it's one of the matchups that I'm definitely looking forward to. And hopefully uh, Brandon can come out on top. Leave Vic in the dust a little bit. Sliding right into number two. Interior decoration. Now... In previous pods, I'm sure you've heard me say on multiple occasions that this year I am particularly excited about interior offensive line play from the Chargers, which is something that I can't say that I've had the pleasure of ever being able to claim. Like ever. I mean, they've had some decent offensive lines in the past, but can't ever say that I was really looking forward to watching center and guard play. But it's different this year because you got... Zion Johnson moving back to his natural left guard position. Corey Lindsley in the middle, of course. And Jamari Sawyer um, moving over to right guard after playing more than admirably at left tackle last year in cleanup duty for the babyface bully who was out with injury. And he's got the beard and goatee thing going now, so I guess I still got to come up with a new nickname. Uh, we'll figure that out later. But uh, the guy that makes it all go really is Lindsley. Uh, helping to call protections, which takes a lot off of Herbert's plate and allows the guys to the left and right of him to really get busy and do their thing. Um, Sawyer is more of a road grader, straight ahead guy who's going to be able to plow through guys. And Zion's a blend of athleticism and strength. Uh, got to see a lot of Zion or a little bit of Zion uh, in some pulling action in the preseason. Boy, was it a sight to behold. It is going to get ugly in the trenches this year, and I cannot wait. And they have their first real test coming up here on Sunday. Uh, Christian Wilkins and Zach Seiler are more than formidable, formid formidable enunciate on the defensive line for the Dolphins. And Wilkins is kind of someone who can really muddy things up on the interior. Uh, he's pretty good pass rusher and just as adept as a run defender Sal is more of a run D guy but uh, the combination of them both are hell on the inside so each of Wheaties boys right out of the gate week one it's going to be colorful moving on to the three ski whiskey I'm gonna call this one uh hot and her and that's because as I sit here recording this, it doesn't appear that Teron Armstead is going to be available to go on Sunday, which means uh, two is going to be under fire pretty much all game long, especially if the Dolphins find themselves in a trailing position and have to pass the ball to get back into the game. 
that offense is predicated upon timing and rhythm particularly in the passing game due to Tua's uh, limitations athletically uh, they look to get the ball out quickly into the playmakers hands you guys know this uh, Tariq Hill, Jalen Waddle, and allow them to do their thing and the compliment of other guys as well uh, would not be surprised this time around to see them maybe uh, get a little bit more into the screen game utilize the run game a little bit more because they definitely gave up on it last year and uh, it was to their detriment this time around I could see them making some adjustments but ultimately at the end of the day I don't think Tua's arm got any stronger this offseason nor do I believe he got any more athletic actually looking a little portly so take that for what it's worth but here's the thing he's also had an offseason to practice against the architect of that very same defense that beat up on him last year because his DC now is Vic Fangio so I'm sure that they've been going over all the intricate details of the defense and maybe he'll make some improvements here and there but back to my original point if they find themselves in a shootout or having to come from behind Tua could be a sitting duck ducks dolphins this is what we're doing now alright it's a little hanging fruit uh, moving along don't worry about it and I guess I should call this one mm, patience pays so yeah that number four <clears throat> so I mean we talked about it a little bit already the Vic Vangio scheme and what it entails and yeah, Justin Herbert's had experience for the last three years going against that in training camp as well. But here's the thing. Kind of flies in the face of what the Chargers said they want to be as an offense with Kellen Moore moving forward. And that's to be a little bit more vertical, right? Push the ball down the field. The only catch here is that the Fangio scheme, too high shell with uh, lighter boxes, is a little bit more predicated towards eliminating the explosive plays down the field kind of got to pick your poison there and the chargers are going to have to maybe exercise a little bit more patience i'm sure they'll take their shots but they'll have to set them up which means i would personally like to see the run game be established and then they dink and dunk underneath in an intermediate to get you know semi chunk plays and then set it up with play action you want to do is force those safeties to have to come up and you can't do that if you haven't established a run got to make them respect it it appears based on the construction of the offensive line now that that is very much a reality i fully expect the charges to do that the last thing we want to see is them coming out and trying to toss it all around the yard because whether you want to admit it or not the dolphins have a pretty decent secondary even without Jalen ramsey so take your time dink and dunk and if you guys get a little frustrated because it's a lot of what you've seen here in the last couple of years particularly last year i get it but just know that they're probably working towards something bigger because now you have an offensive coordinator that understands play calling progression and making adjustments so we should all be very 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 thankful for that and uh Maybe cut him a little slack early in the game if you don't see Herbert bombing the ball 50, 60 yards down the field early, okay? Cool. Capiche? Awesome. You know, as uh, the five-piece evolves, right? 
probably mix some things up here and there and do some stuff a little bit differently. So for number five, what I think every week during the season is what this particular piece will be is dedicated to the guy that I think is going to show out in that week's game. So going forward, this is going to be called Guess That Gangster. And my selection for this game is going to be Mikey Vato Davis. I expect him to do a whole lot of what he did last season again this year and what the Chargers deployed him or the way that they deployed him last season was that they aligned him to the boundary a lot. So whatever receiver on that side was his guy. He manned him up and they would also take the safety to that side and move him in closer to the box. And there were also occasions where the middle linebacker at that time was Drew Tranquil would literally bail into the middle of the intermediate portion of the field right on the snap and it just kind of condenses and jumbles everything up on the inside where Tua likes to throw the ball and it forced him to have to move and throw towards the numbers on the outside which is his weakness but Vato played a tremendous game now aside from the fact that he gave up like a 71 yard touchdown because he tripped over his own feet otherwise it would have been maybe arguably a gimme INT played very well and when you have a dude that's six foot two that can run with the likes of a Tyreek Hill or a Jalen Waddle, and maybe they are a step or two faster than him, but the fact that he has so much length helps to make up for that, you're at a real advantage. You can do some damage defensively with that. So again, Vato, you're the gangster this week. Prove me right. So we're gonna end it there. But wait a minute, how about this? I didn't give a game prediction, right? We're going to roll with Chargers 27, Dolphins 20. So we'll see how things go. Until the next one, catch us on After Hours. After the game on Sunday, we'll be chopping up everything that took place. And hopefully my prediction uh, comes to fruition. But until then, y'all take it easy. It's your boy. Catch y'all later. Gone.